This episode is brought to you by the Be Good To You Foundation. To find ways to support our foundation or to become a vendor or sponsor, follow us on Instagram at Be Good To You Foundation and visit our website, BeGoodToYouFoundation.org. I really hope that you be good to you, yo. Be good to you. What's good, beautiful people? This is the Be Good To You podcast powered by the Be Good To You Foundation. I am Clay Hodges. I'm Ayana Salah. And I'm Corey Antonio Freddie Ellison Jr. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Man, doing great, how, man. How has everybody been good today, so? Well, my birthday just passed, so spectacular. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Okay. Period. No birthday happy tells. birthday to me. How no birthday tells birthday girl. What, happy what birthday happens? What happens me. on Yana's birthday stays on stays her birthday. on her birthday. And that's and, all month, really. Mm, turn up. It's a lie. She on her month. best and worst behavior this month. Hmm. Yes. Come on with it. Hmm. What about you, Frederick? Um, I've recouped. Mm-hmm. I'm just chilling. I'm just coasting. Just right. staying safe, staying right. out the way. I feel it, my boy. And, and and the best part about staying out the way, I can watch TV shows all day, and I'm getting ready for that Game of Thrones. Well, you've been talking I, about I can't stop months. thinking about it. I can't. House of Dragons. I'm preparing for it. Yeah. I'm thinking about getting me a little outfit for the premiere. Give me some that? face paint or something. Come on, come on with it, bro. Something, cause you know we gonna have a. It's a. I saw the crew and it's a lot of black folks on it. So come on, with I'm getting it. ready for that. Come on with it, way. So what you got? What you got? So for me, I've been um, I've been honoring myself mm-hmm. by expressing a part of myself. I started back working on some music. Mm. Okay. You know, my first time, well, I say my second time really working with a therapist, my first session, he said some shit to me that really gave me perspective. He said, you're creative. And you should say you ain't been creating. That could be why you feeling the way you feel. You got to honor yourself and do what you do. You a creative. Creators create. If you're not creating, you denying part of yourself. And I was like, damn, that shit made sense. But I wrote the intro to the, to the Be Good to You song right then and there. I right got off the phone with bro. I did music therapy, you know what I'm saying? So I, all, that always stuck with me. You know what I'm saying? You got to honor yourself and do what you do. So mm-hmm. I, I'm getting back in my bag, you know. I, I got a song with Young Damon. I'm really excited about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, feel me. You love that's 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 <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's lit. I heard like, it too. Yeah. So, you know, I ain't going to. I with him. You know, your boy Clay always send me good stuff, so. Yeah, man, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, yeah, man, that's what it is. What y'all music moves is, man. What y'all been vibing to lately? I found this artist and his name. Uh, it's a group. I think it like an Afro-Latino group. Ooh. Freddie yeah. always coming And it's called through. Ralphie Pagan. Ralphie Pagan. Yep. And the song is I Could Never Hurt You, Girl. Ooh. Mm. What he talking about? Him being in love and not hurting nobody. He's basically telling you, I can never hurt you because I, it, it's it's not in me. I feel it. It's not in me. It, it's not what it's about. Right. So I can never hurt you. But you know, it's nah, I, I got this thing to where I like to look up little independent or like, you know, like just out of the blue. Right, right. Artists. So I just came across that one. And I am, you know, I love love. That's like one of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. So... 
Now that's beautiful. I was really vibing with it. I had the vibe. I'm going to have to vibe to that too, man. I'm going to send it to you. I'll drop it in the group chat. Please do. Please do. So we can vibe out. (laughs) Man, late. So I've been jamming at New Starlito and Troy Money. Oh. You know, came out a couple weeks ago. You know what I'm saying? I've been bumping that. Stimuli, my joint on that, bro. Like, that's just my vibe right there, bro. Like, I just can't even explain why I just love that shit, bro. I just be having on repeat, bro. Like, Starlito just come on that bitch snapping. Yeah. And then that boy Tro- Troy Money come on they That man say, he say, uh, the numbers that y'all be talking about, be y'all be lying. You know, rappers be talking about drugs and they be just throwing out numbers. He say, mm-hmm. boy, I can tell y'all ain't selling no drugs. Y'all be lying. <laughs> I was like, boy, I feel you, bro. I felt like they was lying too. I knew that it wasn't real. <laughs> that don't make sense. Nobody ever says it like that in real life. But he, he called them out, and I thought that was pretty dope. So I was like, yeah, I love that song, Stimuli. Yeah. Shout out to the dope boys. Okay. Yeah, shout out to the dope boys, the real dope boys out here, man, who bought their money, man. We ain't trying to beef. We just trying to make that money, man. <laughs> Yeah. Now what it's about, man. What? What it's about? I don't know how to come after that because I got a real nice, you know, melodic flow. You know what I'm saying? Come on with the melodic flows. So this is uh, Apple of My Eye by Rick Ross featuring oh, Sadiq that Raphael. That's like that me shit. and my homegirl. Her name is Michaela. That's my that's my sister forever. Me and her, that's our favorite song. Like, we would sing that to each other. Mm-hmm. Like, that's our song. Like... Yes. So yep. shout out to shout out to Rick Ross. I love Rick Ross. Oh. I have always been in love with his like just charisma and how he works and he just gonna keep building and mm-hmm. growing and flowing and mm-hmm. he just tells a story. He's a true orator, he's a true storyteller and that's the kind of artist that I really look forward to just learning information from. And my mom just bought me his book. I think it's called something I boss up or whatever. Mm, my mom right. bought me that book, so I think I'm gonna go ahead and pick up that one next for my my books to read. But Apple of My Eye by Rick Ross. Yeah, I love that song. That's, Definitely that's be my, having that on repeat. Mood. Yeah, right. I love it. Really. Always speak and say hi. You never just don't walk on by. You sound like. Childish Gambino. (laughs) (laughs) That boy got that voice now. That job be riding. You know, I'm just playing. Y'all want me to sing for real. I ain't trying to melt, you know, the listeners out there, especially the women's. I ain't trying to serenade them like that. You feel me? They just, they just, they came, they came here today to be inspired. I'm not trying to mess nobody stuff up. Yeah. How you gonna mess somebody's stuff up? What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what you mean? What I mean? Just go ahead and sing that if you feel like that. No. You don't want to sing? I'm not gonna do them so like that. So you just doing blank threats. Listen to the next project. Okay. That's how I'm gonna put it. What's the word? You tell me. What's the word? The vernacular. <laughs> What's the word? The vernacular oh, with Ariana Tala. okay so i think i've said this already but i'm gonna say it again so the word vernacular with ayana salah is obfuscate you did not say that i didn't no i didn't no i feel like i did before well obfuscate 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 Mm -hmm. is it something about somebody getting pregnant no obfuscate is scratching something no Scalpel. 
No. Obfuscate. 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 Like the obfuscating. Obfuscate. Obfuscate. Mm-hmm. Shit. Reali- realizing. This nigga always looking at his phone. He looking no, at his phone. He always doing look, this, bro. Look, this is nothing. Man, you I'm just listening. got out of the screen, bro. I'm listening. Uh, I'm listening. Uh, understanding. <laughs> understand. Understanding was obvious. I don't know. See, he, he always do that on purpose. You see how he started off like he's like shaking. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm trying to. You used to, to get your way when you was a kid. Huh? You used to get your way a lot when you were a kid. Like you was really, really clever. Mm-mm. He wasn't. Uh-uh, my mom was real cleverer. No. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Like no, this is what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. you're close, but not quite. Okay. He always close because he be looking at his phone like. Bruh, I was on doubt just now. Stop telling people. Like, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna just go ahead and tell y'all what it is. So it's to make difficult to understand. So it's mm. to be to be purposely evasive or unclear or confusing. Oh. So if you want to obfuscate something, like you're pretty much like making it where it's hard for someone to understand mm-hmm. what's happening. Is, so is obfuscating in the verb for it? Um, I don't know. That's not a verb. That's probably like an. Ad. It's a verb. Okay. Obfuscating is a verb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So you're it's giving action. up. You're giving unclear information. You're being obscure about something. Mm. So, like, if I wanted to keep you out of my business, I would um, give you ob- obfuscating information, or I would obfuscate the con the context. Okay. Mm. So it's just like kind of like oblivious. No, not oblivious. Not oblivious, but like um, uh, something. Just private, or <laughs> it's like I'm going to reroute. Yeah. This conversation, I'm gonna throw you off because it's none of your business. Mm-hmm. It's similar to me not liking surprises because people typically showcase an obfuscate attitude, you know, or energy. Like, I don't want you to lie to me just to surprise me. I don't think it's that deep. I think it's doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. So, mm-hmm. and I want the he wants people to lie to him. I don't. Understand. I don't want people to lie to me. Yeah, I got an In argument order to, about to that. surprise Being someone, surprised. you probably have to lie to them. And I don't like that. That whole purpose. You ain't gotta lie. You could just not say nothing. Most times you're lying. You're being untrustworthy. Hmm. Well, I like surprises. Goddamn shit. Obfuscate <laughs> <laughs> me. Obfuscate. I still don't know what it means. It's just to make it unclear. You don't understand the unclear part of the unclear definition. And I'm obfuscated. Yeah. Good. See what I did there? Congrats. I heard it. I heard it. You heard it. What's the word? The word y'all want a word from Pastor. We y'all want, want a Pastor from, preach. You want the word from Clay Hodges? <laughs> I want. I want to leave here with some a good word. Today. Man, I'm the minister of food though. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta preach something. Okay. So like the word of the day is it's gonna tie into the conversation, and I want to have this to be the main conversation we have today. Because it's been reoccurring in my life so much. Like, I've been watching uh, this television show called The Boys that's on Amazon. It's a really great show. It just kind of plays on the idea of celebrity. And how, so it's pretty much 
they're superheroes and these superheroes are the celebrities of this world and they're saving the day and they're great in the public's eye but in real actuality life they're pieces of shit these people are rapists they're killers they're murderers they're all of that they they they, they lie they cheat they steal they do whatever the fuck they want they're fucking horrible human beings well they're not human they're superheroes essentially but they are human whatever they're horrible but i'm watching that show right so one of the main superheroes his name is the deep and his power is to communicate with fish and he swim he's kind of like aquaman but he has gills on his body like on his abdomen so when he got kicked out of um his uh celebrity them if that makes sense he got kicked out of the of the main group he was in you know he went into this rehab state and he was learning to love himself and he got on some shrooms and his gills was talking to him like hey man you need to love me you need to embrace me you need to do this you need you know what i'm saying just kind of just encouraging him to really find the beauty in himself and he was like oh i'm so ugly on the inside and his gills was like not to me you're so beautiful and then he got to a space where he was like you know what i love my gills and then he went back out into the world with his friends and his friends was like oh your gills are showing shit's so disgusting cover them up and then he went back to square one and it's like, dang, man, all that progress was lost based on somebody's opinion. And then I watched, listening to a podcast when the guy was talking about that. Just because you're not somebody's preference don't mean that you're this or don't mean that you're that. Just because, um, you know, for example, I'm an artist. I'm in the art. Um, if I'm dating somebody and I'm like, you know, I don't want to date you because you're not in the art. That don't mean nothing bad about you or this and that. That just means that. That's just not my preference. You know, the, the the analogy that they used on the podcast I was watching, talking about dudes and their teeth, right? And they were saying just because you, your teeth messed up and this particular woman don't like it don't mean there's something wrong with you. You still have some. Somebody don't care about that. Some women like man boobs. Some women want a man with a six-pack and all that. Mm-hmm. But just because you got that or you don't got it don't mean you're this or you're that. You know what I'm saying? It's just pretty much just saying that you got to learn to... Be confident in, a, in the skin that you're in. And i am just been looking at yeah. the world and just seeing all this body. There's more fuel stuff going on with Lil' Kim. People having a conversation about her, about, about you know, the way she looks now compared to how she was. And I always thought that she was so beautiful how she was. Like, coming up as a child, listening to her music, being a fan of her and her videos. I could make a Sprite can disappear in my mouth. I used to, like, like bro, like Lil' Kim, like, you're so beautiful. <laughs> And it's like, bro. He just threw that in there, y'all. I did. Right. You said I just casually threw that in there, bro. Like, I'm talking about reciting bars from her, bro. Like, be good to you after dark. Come on, man. I can't wait till we get Quan on here. Oh. Yeah. Shout out to Quan, man. It's going to be a spicy conversation. I'm so excited for that. But listen, listen, y'all. Like, I'm, so the point that I'm making. <laughs> Y'all was talking me out. So the point that I'm making, <laughs> I don't forgot what I was talking about good, now. Good. <laughs> I just said, y'all no, no, talking no. about Lil' Kim and she's beautiful. Yeah, she's beautiful. So like, yeah, and then all these different women out in the world, and you know, I'm seeing all these women getting these BBWs and stuff like that. BBLs. Yeah, that. Yo, you're <laughs> you're not here today. I'm here, but I'm not. So I'm seeing all these women get these BBLs, right? And, you know, I'm not saying anything bad about it, 
but it's just my preference. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just be like, damn, girl, you look so good before. Why you do it? You got the pumpkin booty. Oh, that just be me. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, dang, bro. Like, I just be like thinking, like, wow, man, is it is it really because of like we're trying to live up to a beauty standard or something? Like, what what is we doing? It's hard for me to to think of it outside of myself. If that makes sense, I feel like the world we need to learn more about accepting ourselves and loving ourselves like for real like really loving the skin that we in so like my words of wisdom and and it's gonna lead it because this is the conversation Mm -hmm. i just want to encourage people to start really looking in the mirror and i understand that it's hard to see the picture when you're in the frame but you are beautiful you are perfect you are handsome brother you are phenomenal like it's like Oh, you're perfect. Like, oh, you ain't got to change too much. If you want to enhance or do what you want to do, do whatever makes you feel happy. I get it. I understand it. But I just want to encourage people to love themselves and just to give yourself a big old hug right now. And when you look in the mirror, when you're brushing your teeth, when you're getting out of the shower, just give yourself a big old kiss, man, because you are beautiful and you deserve that love from you. I received all of that. And I want to share a story if I can. Please. So when I was in Florida, I went to Aveda to become an esthetician. And I remember the way that the like the spa was set up, there was a curtain that separated us. So everyone had their own wax warmer and their own, I'm sorry, their own towel warmer, their own bed, right. their own setup. And if you had a curtain, then more than likely on the other side of that curtain was the other person's setup. Mm-hmm. And like body dysmorphia is real because I used to think in my mind I was a certain size. So if I'm like trying to like move around something, I would be knocking the other person's shit over in their room. And I'm like, I physically thought that I could fit through there. And it's like my reality is not caught up with another reality. It's like, mm-hmm. it's two different things happening. So, like, some people, they think that when someone says, oh, my God, I'm so skinny, or I'm so fat, that they're, like, overreacting. But, like, sometimes your mind and your body are not in sync. Mm-hmm. And so you literally don't see yourself as you are. And there's a difference in internal and external. So, like, for me, I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm experiencing body dysmorphia. Because I knocked that girl thing out, like, three times after that. And she was wow. livid. And I'm like, yo, I'm so sorry. Like, it's, it's the wagon I'm dragging. But I did not realize that, like, <laughs> I couldn't fit. Like, right. you know when you can fit through, like, if you get a car spot, you're like, I could fit right there. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just be like, you know what? I, I overthought it. I, I'm going to have to. And that's the same thing. Like, you think you can do something and make room. And if you can't, it's still not enough wiggle room to get out the car they got the car you know it's just that uncomfortable space so that took place and so i was going through you know my weight change up and down for a minute it's still up and down um but i love who the hell i am and what i look like i don't mm-hmm. care what size i am like this is me I, i'm in love with myself like i'm infatuated with myself and i don't feel bad about that like i speak highly of myself i don't care if i'm you know uh, under 200 i'm up at 200 i love myself the, equally the same but i had to take a time take time to get to that point and i remember one day i think i was in atlanta i was visiting someone and i just happened to like hop out the shower one day at their house and in that moment i looked at myself and i was like i love me mm. like and i really really meant it i was like i am in love with myself like i really love myself and that day forward i was really intentional with what i put in my body what i listened to what i did mm. how much intake i had with water and everything and it's like i started like losing the weight and really just like feeling myself again and so right. 
that really when people used to say like oh my god like you are your parents are falling down like oh my god like you are slimming down and I'm like, what do you do i love myself mm-hmm. like i was doing some things different but other things i was just i'm i love myself like i love to wake up and i love to be like you know what i'm going to eat this i'm going to cut out that i'm going to you know i love myself and i love my future self so how do i get from this point to the next point and be happy like if i have kids i want to be able to like run around and do stuff with them i don't want to be like oh girl i can't do nothing like you're too young bro like right step your shit up so i just did that and i'm gonna continue to do that so i love myself inside outside all of that no, I, I feel it too. Let me tell y'all something real quick. What's up? What's up? So, like, at my biggest, I was like 300 something pounds. Mm-hmm. Then I went plant based and I dropped all the way down to 180. And for me, I, I say I had experienced body dysmorphia too because, like, I didn't, like, in my mind, I'm still a big boy, but mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. And it was so yeah. weird, like, moving around. Like, I was so awkward when it came to, like, because I like to play basketball sometimes with my friends. Like, it was so awkward to play basketball and to run and to do stuff because I'm mm-hmm. so used to carrying, even getting out of the car. Yeah. Like, I'm used to, like, waddling to get out. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, like, well, I don't have to do, do that. that anymore. Like, I could just get up. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it was just so weird to me. It was That's a transition. Really cool. And then, like, this is the thing, too. So, I'm smaller now. Me and Terry, Terrence, we was tussling. And he pinned me to the couch. I said, yeah, nigga, you done lost all that weight. Now you ain't got weight. Nigga pinned me to the couch. Now, every time we wrestled before, and it was none of that. Yeah. And then I was like, boy, I'm about to gain weight. Boy, this shit ain't about to happen. Boy, I ain't about to have Terrence pinning me to the couch. Boy, hell no. And then I had gained weight, and I am where I am now. <laughs> Shout out to Terrence. Terrence. Watch out. He's coming for you. pressure. Nah, but for real though, like, but I, but then like the process of that too, like I was going through that, like, oh man, I'm getting fat again. Mm-hmm. But it's like now I'm at a good weight. I feel, mm-hmm. I feel like it fit me. Especially down here. Yeah. You feel me? And I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm losing weight because of like my lifestyle now again. But it's just like I'm happy with me. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. regardless, like when I lost all that weight, I wasn't really happy yeah. with me. Like mm-hmm. I looked at good. The people and I'm like, oh, you look good, you look good. But I wasn't happy with. But me. it's like I've been looking good. Relax yourself. Right. That's right. what I would have told the ass. I, you feel me? I should have, but I wasn't. And that was I was surprised. I'm like me. You t- you talking to me? I look good. Me? You want my number? That's crazy. Yeah, I was. You know what I'm saying? So it's a thing. It's a process, bro. Like I ain't just talking. Like, I done been through it, too, you feel me? So, mm-hmm. I get it. So, you was, like, making stuff fall with Ma- your wagon that you was dragging? Oh, all the time. <laughs> all the time, man. Hmm. It's like when you go through, like, two chairs and you're like, I can't fit. Like, can y'all move out the way so I can get over? Yeah, You man. probably don't have those problems. No, I got a, I got a pretty set. Uh, what? Pretty uh, large wagon as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just, he had to think about it. He did. Yeah, I, my wagon just a little taller. You know, the wheels a little bigger. Yeah. So I don't have that problem. I can just kind of maneuver step with step over it. things. <laughs> I'm hitting people's heads. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. I had to love myself too because you know I lost part of my vision. So I'm still trying to learn others. Appreciate that, like. Right. Figure yeah. out what's considered what I'm doing. Because I can't do what I used to. So it's just kind of like, mm, now I got to find new hobbies. 
that's so crazy to me that you your vision you lost your vision but you so dope on the camera yeah like a thing that is like a craft and skill that is directly attached to your vision and your eye ironically enough it like, actually helps out a lot to be honest really yeah i can believe it it kind of helps wow I don't even know how to explain it, but it kind of helps. It's a supernatural thing. It's yeah. like when you were thought of and you were designed, that was a part of the plan. Mm-hmm. Just as much as the plan right now is a part of the plan. Like mm-hmm. it has to work together. Right. If it never would, if it never happened, I would have never. You wouldn't be here. I wouldn't like be how here. You are. Like I'm not even gonna lie, I wouldn't even be sitting in this chair. Yeah. Right. So it's Absolutely. just like it's cool with me. Yeah, but how you get to the space of loving yourself from that? You know, like um, I feel like I always love myself, but the only part I didn't love about myself was how people perceive me, mm. and I just wasn't Likewise. trying to be too much, right? Like you know what I mean. I do want to express my mind, but I don't want to be labeled. Like I just want to be just me. Mm-hmm. Like so, if I have a conversation with you, and I'm like, yeah, so what about this and it's like i don't want to offend you i just want to know like i just want to share my human experience with you like i don't want to have no problem with you i really just want to just like listen i came from this i don't know where you came from i feel like we can have this conversation so it's like i'm more afraid of people accepting me and i'm afraid of needing help Mm -hmm. so like loving myself was like allowing people to help me allowing people to do stuff for me so that's why i'm like so like i try to just do stuff my own try to do extra stuff right. to make it seem like i don't need help because it's just like it's a process of me not i guess not necessarily caring about myself mm-hmm. but now that i see that like i need help and stuff like that i just kind of take breaks because a lot of that job will overwhelm me like right just a lot of work you're taking care of for your circumstances mm-hmm. so it's just like I give myself like them breaks. Right, right. So part of my loving myself is just taking it easy because mm-hmm. I work, I try to work myself to death just to prove like I could get it done no matter what. Mm-hmm. So it's just like letting that ego go. I feel like once I lost my vision, I had like this ego. Ego death. Like, like it, it, it died and it came back to where it's like mad and angry. Mm. But it's just like you just had to, I just had to heal that person and that ego. Wow. And now I'm kind of like coming down from that. So. Oh, that's beautiful though, man. Yeah. Loving well myself. Said. That was well said though. <laughs> that was extremely well said. Yeah. Come on, Professor Frederick. Oh, man. You know, thanks Frederick, for having me, every man. Every episode you give him Shout out to Spellman. <laughs> yeah, man. Frederick Douglass. My God. Yeah. What about Spellman? Oh, no. Never mind. Don't shout out to Spellman. No. Why, why don't? <laughs> and Clark. Atlanta. Yeah, out in Atlanta. Well, you got to put respect <laughs> on her school, bro. Yeah, shout out to Spellman and Clark, Atlanta, you know. And Morehouse. I got, and Morehouse, those my, I, I got a couple of classes in there, so come check me out, Dr. Ellison. Yeah, you feel? I Dr. wonder, wait, do Spellman hire men? Do I'm the first man. Speaking into existence. I should know stuff like that. Do they? I don't because know. Because I, I support. Don't I don't think they should. Hey, man. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I want to say right now. But no, but I had a question for you, Clay. What's that? I feel, well, that's for both of y'all. Um, I feel like y'all both work in an industry where you, like, professionally work with women, mm-hmm. like, in some capacity. 
And so, like, what is that lifestyle like having women, like, when you can kind of tell that they may not love themselves? Like, is it appropriate as a man to, like, express to them, like, hey, you know, you're beautiful or to offer your um, feedback? Or do you feel like it's just about maybe how receptive they may be or you Um, just don't really touch that subject? I'm kind of, it's, with the women that I work with, I'm not even going to lie, I really don't try to talk as much. Mm Mm-hmm. I try to let them lead. I don't want to. It's just the this the the stereotype of like you know the photographer with the women thing. I yeah. try not to like have a voice or just like have any type of plan. I don't want nobody to get no wrong ideas. I'm right. just kind of nervous in that area, but I can definitely see the people like, mm. oh, you don't think I look like this? Oh, somebody gonna say this? I'm like. People gonna say something regardless. Like, my grandmother says Beyonce is ugly and probably on cocaine. Like, I know that's a terrible example, but I'm just saying people are gonna say yeah, anything. And I think like Beyonce that. is one of the greatest, most healthiest artists I've ever seen in my life, mm-hmm. and with positive vibes. Mm-hmm. So it's just like yeah. my grandma's opinion versus my opinion. It's like. It don't even matter. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I don't think of Beyonce like that. So, people people will paint. I feel like people don't love themselves because they catch themselves hating or saying certain things about people or their environment. They'll hear that in their environment. And it's just like, you're like, you're really projecting. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. A lot of people, and I feel like in the work I do, it's not... It's kind of like delusional. Like you have to be some some form of delusional to even like go about not necessarily like business headshots, but like the fashion and the creative mm-hmm. side. It's like you have to detach yourself from reality. Yeah, a yeah. lot in order to really create. Right, you really got to. So and it's just like the image that they want of themselves isn't the image that may be popular at the time mm-hmm. sometimes or it may not just align with just reality so it's just like i feel bad but i feel like that's just kind of it, it just kind of comes with it like being that perfect person or that being that perfect image of yourself that people want from you right now i i, I feel it bro like with my approach like i be really treating everybody the goddamn same so like i i try to empower people as much as i can because I just know what it's like to feel like you don't have any. So when it comes to working with women, like, so first of all, I said like this. This is something that I've been practicing and some uh, idea that came to me recently in the past. Well, I say this year more so. I feel like the, 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 the divine masculine and the divine feminine. Like we need each other, man. Mm-hmm. Like women need men just to be a man with nothing attached. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And men need women just to be a, a woman with nothing attached. Mm-hmm. Like, we need that interaction. And I feel like the way that we're programmed to think, or we've programmed to think that just because we connect with somebody, we vibe somebody, it's supposed to be this. Right. Well, it got to be this. And that's not always the truth. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we just need to show up for each other and our divine masculine and feminine because we need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need women to say... Um, you know, that's okay, brother. You went through that. You know what I'm saying? You're going to get through that. You're going to be all right. And you know what I'm saying? And sometimes y'all just need men to be like, 
Queen, you look good today. Mm-hmm. And that's just that. I don't want nothing from you. I want your number. You look good today. Have a great day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we just need that, and we need each other to be like that. And I know that that's a utopian thing that I'm talking about. But I think that this is something for us to all practice. So, like, I practice that, you know, in a way. I tell men, if a man feeling a certain way, I tell them about themselves. A woman feel a certain way about something, I tell her about herself. And and I and I do and I do it my best to say it in a way in the tone in which it's understood. It's not coming off as flirting or nothing. It's just like I'm just telling you this because you need to know. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like that's just kind of what I be on. What about you? Wait, I gotta answer my own question. <laughs> yeah. What was the question? <laughs> you said, "How do we feel about people?" Uh... I was talking about women specifically, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what about the men? I mean, though? I guess I can get my perspective. I, I think for me, the question was more so geared to like the opposite sex because the comment you made earlier was about like women getting BBLs and stuff. Mm-hmm. And some women, they have the surgery that looks it looks natural it looks mm-hmm. good but then you got a lot of botched surgeries and that's on like a, a skyrocketed number it's like what's going on mm-hmm. so when i come across women like that i don't have people in my circumference where they do stuff like that mm-hmm. so i've never really had to have a conversation about something like that but like i have friends who they're like subconscious about what they wear and i'm like you know if you don't feel comfortable in this, then what is it that you could feel comfortable in? Right. Or like, what is it that you feel like you don't have? You know, like I, I, I have a friend. She, um, she just gave birth recently. Um, and she was like, you know, I just feel like I'm just so big. I'm like, you just gave a birth, bro. Right. Like you Why just pulled birth? a human. You just pushed a human out of you. And not only that, like every every childbirth is different and this one you know you're kind of developing your like grown woman weight and you just have to just tone and just figure out how you want to have your your physique look mm-hmm. like you know you don't have to like i think that the whole like snatched like mindset yeah. of women that is like damaging because a mm-hmm. lot of people they they fall into post um part of depression and stuff like that so in that aspect i have friends where i'm just speaking life into them i'm like bro you're beautiful you know i'll buy them something um just to kind of help them just understand like listen you're here but you can be there if you just work on it but give yourself time like I don't know. I mean, I I have relationships with friends where we just talk like transparently and I'm like, yo, what is it going to take for you to get to where you want to be? Because like Mm -hmm. you're going to talk about the problem all day and I'm solution oriented. So like what can we do to, you know, help? So guess what? When you call me and you're at the Chick-fil-A drive through, I'm like, friend, get something grilled. Like friend, mm-hmm. get get the side kale salad. Like get some water. My friends, they they call me the they don't call me the water girl, but they like they're like every time I see you got water, every time you ever see me, I have water. Like no time will you not see me with water. And I encourage my friends, you got some water. If we go some, we go out to eat or something, or we go to the park, I brought a water for you. Like hydrate. Like it's just that that simple. Just to take that step so i think for me with women i'm just like trying to be a mirror and i want the same thing for me and unfortunately for a good minute i didn't have that so i just continued to just be who i was just Mm -hmm. unhappy with myself so now that i've kind of come out of that i'm more intentional with people who i can kind of see them in that same phase like Mm -hmm. i used to be there people didn't really you know give me the love that i feel like i did i needed to to push forward they just kind of made me feel like oh you're lazy oh you got this going on i don't want to feel like that i don't want anybody else to feel like that either so 
Right. That's what I do. I just encourage people. I, I become the example for them. Right. That's what it's all about, man. Yes, sir. At the end of the day, we all we got. Love thyself. Love thyself. And Freddie, you got any flowers you want to give before we get up out of here? I want to give flowers to myself. Yeah. Because I'm still here. Yeah. I love myself and I'm finally in therapy. My boy. So. Yeah. That's what's up. Boom. My therapist called me the other day. She was like, yeah, come on, girl. (laughs) And if you my family and you hearing this, text me and tell me congratulations. That's it. That's That's how I know you're listening. Come on, baby. That's it. I like that. I'm gonna start doing stuff like that. Like you listening, drop little eggs, yeah. little Easter eggs. If they... you can hear the sound of my voice, send me a purple heart when you hear this. Yeah, yes. we should give people things for doing stuff like that. That'd be cool. Ooh, shout out! Thank, uh, coming soon, the flowers by Freddie. There it go, there it go. <laughs> and then guess what, y'all? Don't forget. Don't listen, they misunderstood. And you, I know you feel this one no good to you. I really hope that y'all be good to you. For all things Be Good To You, including updates from the show and our involvement in the community, connect with us on Instagram at Be Good To You Foundation. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast however you stream and listen. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, keep the reviews and feedback rolling in. It helps us provide a quality experience for our listeners.